0: And we are recording. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the More Better Podcast. I hope you guys are staying safe and keeping your one meter distance and your mask on and all that in this circuit breaker period. Just a few more weeks to go and we hit the 1st of June. Hopefully that will happen. Hopefully this whole thing will end and slowly we can go back to normal. In the meantime, allow me to accompany you through these podcasts and you know, through these conversations with all of my interesting guests. Our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, uh, has been on the podcast for the first few episodes. Uh, she's a good friend of mine. Uh, you might have seen her on Instagram doing all these cooking things and traveling. Is a very, very interesting person. And it's, um, I'm quite curious to know What life's been like for her ever since this um, circuit breaker has been implemented? Because she likes to travel, you know, and she's the kind of likes to go out and does a lot of interesting things. So I would like to know how this has affected her, and at the same time, also just catch up with a friend, ladies and gentlemen. Introducing to you, it's Rosie Rawz on the More Better Podcast, the More Better Podcast. (laughs) everybody (laughs) (laughs) did you expect this did you expect all the sounds (laughs) you uh
1: you actually have people tuning in now
0: huh yeah dude hey come on hey top 10 podcast in singapore hey Hey, you know anyhow no you think what (laughs) When Ross started really
1: scully, only five.
0: Ross start roasting me real quick. I was like, hey, God, people listen to you uh, fast They're not irritated by your voice. Uh. Hey, shut up, okay.
1: <laughs> I never say voice.
0: <laughs> no, but then I must so. I must project my insecurities one or once or twice. I must do that. <laughs> okay, so um you've been entertaining us with a lot of uh cooking cooking uh videos. Uh. I really like that. Um I tried Pad thai the other day. Uh totally fail. Totally fail. Why? Um I think I, I didn't get the 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 uh estimation of the soy sauce or I used wrong soy sauce. I, I think so like I don't know what kind of soy sauce. What was I, the
1: clue? Like what what was the clue that it failed? Like it all stuck together in a lump or what?
0: Too sweet. Too sweet. Came out oh, like yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It was like candy there. Then I was like, oh, what the hell is this? Yeah. Did
1: you just add more fish sauce,
0: though? I didn't know. I didn't know. Like I don't understand food. <laughs> I don't understand food enough to like mix and match things yet. You know, like Farah was telling me the other day, like I uh, Farah said like she really envies people that understand food, right? F- to to like know how to like um maneuver around a dish if they fuck up the the, the, the you know the dish when they're doing yeah. it. Yeah. How long did you take to understand something like that?
1: You you read and once you read you get it.
0: I don't know, man. I think I should taste. Then I get it. I, I read. I don't, I mean, I, don't yeah,
1: I think it it helps because like when you spend the whole day slating over the stove, right? Mm-hmm. And then you add too much salt, what do you do? Right. Like does it doesn't mean the whole dish is ruined. Right. You know, it depends what it is. If it's curry, I would add in more potatoes. Mm-hmm. It neutralizes it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or you can add more sugar mm-hmm. to balance it. Mm-hmm. You know, or just dilute it. Mm-hmm. So there are like certain ways, like, you know, it's it's born out of like the need to not let things go to waste. Mm,
0: mm, and okay. then
1: once you, once you do that one time, right, you just remember for life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know what potatoes do. Like, I only know like, uh, whenever I put chicken and potatoes in my curry, right, I have to wait 15 minutes for everything to be like properly cooked. You know, like 15 minutes is my rule. Yeah. Yeah. So I put them. So short. In... Huh? You short, let them man. cook
1: longer, much nicer.
0: Is it? I scared the potatoes like, 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 like like uh, break, you know, disintegrate inside the curry. Yeah. So yeah. what you
1: do is you cut bigger pieces.
0: hmm Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, duh, first. Okay, here's what you're gonna do. <laughs> Cut bigger pieces. Alright, so, okay. Okay, so, alright, oh, okay. You, like, sometimes when I talk to Ross, right, she just made me realise obvious things, you know? She's like, you first just, just do this other thing that's that's like the next thing that's that's supposed to be the smart thing. You dumbass.
1: No, I, I get it, I get it. It doesn't come naturally to everybody, okay? Mm, like, if mm. you ask me to do stand-up, no way. <laughs> no <laughs> no la. way. No la. Yeah.
0: So, so how? So, how many dishes do you think you have in your arsenal? Because like every day I look at you, right? There's always one one of the challenges that I feel, right? I can cook like big dishes that can serve like three, four people, right? But if I want to cook like one thing for myself, right? That's like the bigger challenge. Like today, I only started doing basil chicken and basil beef, which I ate after seven o'clock. This one's still fasting, man. So must say. Uh, say I eat after seven o'clock. Must, must say like, people say wow fast food then eat when uh, okay but you know you got period different so you got your mansions oh my god hey I want to ask you uh, alright this is uh, this is uh, out of uh, I think you would be able to describe this the best okay because people know your love for pork right you really love pork one like the barbie on your Instagram is like full face full frontal face really one.
1: when was the last time I cooked pork like today only because it was Tabitha Nause's. And Louise Thai pork salad recipe. But you know what? Of in the recent years I haven't really eaten meats
0: very much. Really? Why is that? Yeah.
1: I mean, I still love my chasu, mm-hmm. if it's a good one, mm-hmm. or sioba,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: but I wouldn't go out of my way to eat something because it's pork. Actually right. I prefer a lot more vegetables and tofu. Mm. And seafood is my thing, like shellfish. Yeah. Not so much fish fish, but like prawns and crabs and you know, mm. that sort of thing, like sotong. Mm. Yeah, I don't know why I just just change in taste buds
0: I saw you cooking I, uh, I just want a different texture I saw you cooking the crab meat the other day you said that you ordered on Amazon that was really nice oh my god yeah. it's so good yeah how does it how yeah. does it differ from like the, the the crab meat that you usually have when you pop off the shell is it like a lot drier or what
1: okay so the thing is like um, in every crab there's like a major lump in the in the joints, the, the mm. big, the big pincers. Mm-hmm. Like it's like something like our shoulder. Right? There's like right. usually a big lump of flesh there. Right. So what I use is lump meat, jumbo lump meat. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't know how many crabs they had to kill for this, mm-hmm. but it's all compact into one box. And mm-hmm. in there, there was like maybe 45 to 60 of those lumps.
0: Wow. So that it's a different it's like, species
1: of crab. It's yeah. not, it's not like mud crab. Okay. It's not like Sri Lankan mud crab. It's like blue swimmer crabs. Uh. So you get that concentrated chunk and it's Uh pasteurized so it still tastes sweet. Mm. I don't have to go peel all those crabs and I get like that chunk in my fried rice. I was like, oh, that's awesome.
0: I can't tell what's, I can't tell the difference between like a mud crab and a non-mud crab. I was like, mud mud crab is like what? They deliver food. Like like, Sri
1: Lankan crabs, you're going to eat like (laughs) the (laughs) chili.
0: Nah, i 'm sorry man. like wait <laughs> hey guys 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 don't cut this out and then after that say fuzz can I? okay ross Ros has a passport uh. ross has a passport from me <laughs> okay so, so what was the i i've never had like those king crabs you know when you go to like um those uh fish Japanese yeah, restaurants. yeah those restaurants and they have the big ones and then those cat those those crabs actually always stare at you one kind and I was like i always sometimes feel I want to be like godfather like yeah kill him <laughs> Kill this crab. It's so
1: good though. Those are my favorite crabs.
0: Really, yeah? Uh?
1: Hey, King crabs. You eh? know
0: those those restaurants, right, that send you those like fine dining uh, options, right? And then like you have to sort of prepare them at home, right? How does that go about? Uh? Like is it like already prepared? Okay, so
1: what? so um I, I didn't it's not sent to me by the way, I paid for it. Okay, oh. <laughs> so it's it's a it's a three Michelin star restaurant called Odette. Okay. And um, you know, in a pandemic, nobody Everybody is trying to like keep their businesses afloat, including Michelin style restaurants. Mm. So the chef is one of my very good friends. So I thought like support him. Right. Um, so I ordered like a few dishes from the menu. But because it's of that caliber, like Michelin star, right? You, yeah. It's not like your regular tapao, you know? Like they cook for you, put inside a box and then you take it back home. The quality inevitably suffers.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So what he does is like, you know, he'll individually pre cook it. And when you get back home, you finish it off in your oven or your stove to ensure the freshness.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. So, yes. But there's steps for you to do. There's steps for you to do. Right. Yeah. Wow.
1: So I think you require a little bit of like know-how in the kitchen. Because mm. you don't really right. want fuck up a three Michelin star meal. After all, you paid for it.
0: I know. And then when you served it on your plate, I was like, this one really feels like it's like from the restaurant one. Eh. Like, you know, like when you served <laughs> it on the plate, I was like, I, because I don't know any like regular person who would order and be able to do that. Like I wouldn't be able to do that. My 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 tapas have to be like already ready. Although I have to say after yeah no 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 real talk no, although I have to say after I learned how to cook basil chicken and basil uh, beef right I thought to myself I've been ordering this all my life when I could have just done this at home it's like a, it's like a three step process.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a three-step process and so not just that when you do it at home, it, you can make so much more with the same price you pay for one portion outside.
0: I know. Also, I pay like $12 every time plus delivery, yeah. plus what? When I could yeah. I, the $12 can like, like 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 feed me for like three days. Okay, not okay, like I live alone, yeah. like, so three days. Damn. Yeah. No, but but
1: that's what that's what I love about this pandemic, if I can say so, yeah. is that people are becoming more self-reliant. Yeah. And then because they're forced to stay in and they want to minimize contact with people outside or even making grocery runs, they want to minimize that. Mm. They're discovering that they can actually make all their favorite foods very easily at home. Yeah, Like, I think prior to the pandemic, I was already making bachou okay. me by myself because I get so lazy. I don't want to wait for like a half an hour delivery guy to come and, you know, wait for my food to come. Yeah. So I taught myself how to make it. And I was like, hey, wait a minute. When you actually you actually take the time to go learn how a dish is put together, you realize that these hawker favorites of yours are super easy and quick to whip together because the hawkers have no time to go and like arrange <laughs> everything like fine dining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. use the cheapest ingredients and mm. they get the most flavor out of it so they mm. can sell it to you at a higher profit margin.
0: Mm. Yeah, I want to... So, yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, I want to learn how to do like a nice teow. Like, you know, the super unhealthy one, the black one, yeah. you know, with 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 the with the what do you call it? With the clam and is it clam? Is it clam? Yeah, clam. Okay, with Corkers. the clam, the cockles, yeah, cockles, cockles. Yeah. You know. So with, with with the cockles and the and the and the and the uh you can put
1: prawn in it too. Yeah, fish yeah. cake.
0: Yeah, fish cake, prawn, all that all that stuff. Like, like I saw like those kind of black dishes that you have in the Chinese restaurants like wow, that one is super good. Like. like the carrot cake you made the other day, it really looked like it was from a hawker sh- uh, hawker store. Yeah.
1: Seriously, you just go to Xiangxiang, man. Xiangxiang is like the place to be. Mm. They even have the pre-made carrot cake. I actually, I can show you how it looks okay. like later. Okay, okay, okay. Um, they've really pre-made. You just need to cut it up, mm-hmm. and then add black
0: sauce, mm. <laughs> and
1: seasoning. That's it. Just imagine you're a roadside hawker,
0: you've got no time for frills. I know, like once you figure it out, you're like, hey, how much money have I been wasting uh, on just Yeah. Yeah, I realised that, no, like like I I, I haven't ordered um in uh, so for so long. I, I mean um I'm gonna order McDonald's soon uh, because McDonald's is bad, uh, but I wanna wait for the crowd to go down uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, because everybody's so kiasu now. It just there's there's this there's I don't know if it's uniquely Singaporean because I now see the pattern in other countries. Also, there's this sort of like, uh, panic that arises when you cancel out something and then you stop the supply and then when the supply comes back, right? It, there's just like an influx and swarm of, of of people that come in. Yeah, I I used yeah. to think it's a Singaporean thing until I saw like Australians also buying toilet paper and I'm like, okay, it's not just us. Yeah.
1: No, I think it's a human thing. You want what you can't have. Mm. I mean I always use like Amsterdam as or Holland as a as an example mm. like they they have legalized they, they have legalized marijuana mm, they have right one of the first qu- countries in the world to legalize it yeah. right people yeah. can I mean kids can have it at 16 they can like smoke it
0: yeah yeah
1: but because it's legalized yeah nobody really does it there the, the people who go to Amsterdam that that smokes marijuana are usually mm-hmm. tourists. Yeah, the, like I remember, remember, like one of our one of one of the producers that we were working yeah. with uh-huh. on a TV show that we did. Yeah, like he was he was from he's from Holland,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then I was like, hey, so do you do you like smoke a lot of marijuana? And he said, oh please, been there, done that, done and dusted when I was sixteen. Don't need to do that anymore because it's so common. You know, it, like I swear, if you legalize all the vices, right? Mm anything eh? like seriously nobody (laughs) want to do anymore because it's so readily available
0: yeah that's that's another like um uh concept that i don't think a lot of people in 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 this part of the world understand understand or want or are willing to try because i think portugal also they they didn't they like legalize all their drugs also if i'm not mistaken yeah and yeah yeah. because it
1: takes it off the black market Mm. when you when you legalize things
0: and if I'm not mistaken, it's like Switzerland or something. You can you can actually, if you're a heroin addict, you can go to the hospital and get your daily dose of heroin, and then have the 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 dose minimized as you go along until you eventually quit the habit. Because to put you through cold turkey or to put you in jail would just make the situation worse for an addict. So they treat yeah. they treat them like patients instead of criminals, which is which is very interesting for for a lot of these countries. Uh. Yeah.
1: And even in in Holland as well, they have all these like secret test centers. Well, not really secret, but they are like com- um, anonymous. Uh-huh. They let you test your drugs for purity.
0: Wow, really. So if
1: let's say you bought like ecstasy or like meth or whatever mm. and you want to test like its purity because if you get impure drugs or mm. impure anything it's actually very mm. bad for you You never know what's in there mm. red poison mm. brick dust you know mm, mm. so they actually let you test it for for free to mm. test like you know how how pure it is but then you can decide if you want to take it safely or not wow. because safety is like the utmost concern because if you're an addict you're already an addict
0: yeah yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, you know, we're 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 bounded by our laws la, here. So we can't really explore those things. I think it's priority. It's
1: called control. <laughs> c- control of the middle class so we can forever be the rats in in <laughs> in those cages, running mm-hmm. in a hamster wheel to mm-hmm. keep the economy mm-hmm. going.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I, I saw a documentary on Netflix about psychedelics. Uh, uh, I think Deepak Chopra was on it and a lot of these actors were on it and they they, they take us through um, their psychedelic experience when they experiment with a lot of these, uh you know, these things that are legal in their country. And the stories that they tell uh, are somehow similar, but sometimes also like a bit airy-fairy. Uh, like, you know, oh, I feel... Yeah. You know, like the, the... I don't know, I feel like the spirit of the whatever come to me. You know, once it gets to that, right, then I'm like, okay, I stop. But but some, some of the things actually makes sense like Deepak Chopra actually said the concept of reality right it's only something that us uh, people understand humans understand based on the five senses that we have like we will never perceive reality right the same way um, a bat perceives reality because you know they have sonar and they can they can get ultrasound you know and bees they can absorb like uh the, the uv uv radiation or something like that so we will never understand that right the way the bee sees the flower is not the same way as we see the flower so they're like oh what is reality you know so rea- reality doesn't really exist in his perspective so it's like wow is that interesting so when it's like something like that i'm like okay like makes sense Now when you put the um you know, the, ex- the the examples like the bee or, or the chameleon or whatever, Okay, I, I can mm-hmm. understand that. But if, if if you tell me some spirit is talking to me, then I'm like, okay, I, I cut off already. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I th- So what was the last country you went to before, before this whole thing happened?
1: Um, I was in New York for work and mm. then the work trip only lasted three days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then in between, I went to Colombia, supposedly for two and a half weeks by the cut shot. Mm-hmm. So, I came back after a week and a half because of the growing pandemic yeah. restrictions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So, I've been back ever since. La. Like, once I came back, 14 days stay home notice, right mm. after it finishes, the scene yeah. started.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. I have a friend who just got out of jail and he's on, uh, he's, he's on the tagging, right? He's on uh, probation. And then now the whole country is on probation with him. He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like wow I have to get back by 11 but everybody cannot go out of the house yeah man solidarity I'm like oh it's not really yeah it's not really yeah but that's co-
1: this so strange coming up from someone who just got out of prison
0: mm. like the mm.
1: first thing you want to do is socialize no? <laughs> you've been in that cell you want to go to a restaurant you want to sit there you want to eat <laughs> it's not about going home
0: (laughs) no but he was in there he was in there while it first started and he said like a lot of the inmates were like oh luckily we are in here at least it's safer in here than it is outside wait
1: so he was only in jail for a short period of time
0: no he was in jail for 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 a period of time um up till the pandemic you know and then halfway Mm -hmm. through he got released so okay so so he he actually updated me on like oh what's happening you know he said like oh inside Mm. yeah inside people say it's a lot safer to be inside than it is outside yeah yeah what do you think travel is going to be like uh, right after after this whole thing is over
1: did you see the article about how like you know before we find a cure there must be like all these measures in place Mm-hmm. Um, for people who travel, like a four-hour immigration check.
0: Fuck Did you read that article? No, I didn't read that article. It,
1: it's, it's somehow like toys with the idea of going through like a full-body check
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and a blood test oh as well.
0: God. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, and it says like the whole process might take four hours before you actually get to enter the country. Damn. So, I don't know. I mean, I would imagine it would be like after 9-11, mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. we all have to remove our shoes and Coats yeah. and all that and walk through like x-ray machines. I would imagine mm. this is worse because a lot of governments consider this form of... This this pandemic is a form of terrorism. Yeah. Bioterrorism of sorts, you know? Yeah. So I'm not sure. Probably like that.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a long time until we can set foot in the US again. I'm just glad that I've been there before, before this whole thing happened. Like, US is scary actually, at this point. Actually, no, you know? No?
1: The US is probably one of the countries that have no restrictions. You can still enter. Whereas... Like, countries like Japan, mm. Thailand, the, the ones closer to us, yeah. even if you want to go, so they won't let you in.
0: What do you think they're going for? I mean, like, it seems like the the, the, the cases there just keep increasing. Like, what do you think they're going for?
1: I think because they don't have a united government.
0: Right. They right, have... Right, yeah,
1: right. It's, it's very strange. Like, the federal government has no say because every single state is individually governed by the governor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so for them to come to a general consensus, like, together... Mm. I. Yeah pretty much everyone needs to say yes let's yeah. do it.
0: This, this this is not a popular opinion but I like Trump. You know I like Trump and there's only one reason why, why I, this is why I like Trump. You got you got to you got to hear me out. Trump gives me confidence uh that you know anybody can <laughs> anybody can do an important job. You know, as long as if you have enough conviction and if you have enough following, right, you 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 can do anything, right? Like he doesn't talk like a politician, like you know, like every, I used to be so insecure about my about about my um uh, intelligence, you know, for the longest time. And then when I look at Trump, I'm like, dude, if he can be president, imagine the things that somebody like me can achieve. <laughs> Well, he's also rich. Yeah, so yeah, yeah.
1: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the person you want to compare yourself to is Hitler.
0: Wow! 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 That guy
1: is that guy. That guy is penniless. He was penniless. <laughs> he had syphilis, which means he had one ball. Hey, what the hell is that? Mean? I don't have syphilis. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I'm just saying that I he know.
1: he's got way less than what Trump has. I know he and was. Yet he still managed to.
0: I mean, you know that because he was an artist, so company. you know. Yeah, so that's how you know he's yeah. broke. He was
1: Yeah. <laughs> well he was a soldier and then he tried to be an artist. Yeah. I think that's closer to us.
0: <laughs> to oh. our you. <laughs> I, I wonder if there's I wonder if there's any Hitler paintings uh on sale now. Or did they burn them all? You know?
1: Why would you want a Hitler painting? I
0: don't want a Hitler painting. I just want to see one. You know?
1: A painting of Hitler. No no
0: no no no. Like uh uh when he was an artist. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh okay,
1: okay, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. His paintings. I wonder, I wonder if they have those, you know, just to see what... Because they depict him as this, like, you know, very, very evil person. Granted, he was, you know, killed an excessive amount of people, but um, I just want to see, you know? I think
1: his... It, I mean, good and evil is very subjective.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He, he was very convicted. He had yeah. a conviction. He believed yeah. in something. But yeah. it's just not for the good of the people who died.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That ideology didn't age well, let's just say. Did not age well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. Just like communism.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. With the premise of so many comedians' jokes. uh, So many comedians' jokes. Yeah 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 but the the fact of the matter is now like i i i I really don't understand how the world is changing but there are a few things like if you want to look at the positive side of things i like i've shared this with you before i am actually pretty relieved at the at the slowing down of competitiveness online uh. i i really enjoy that you know because Mm -hmm. now i don't have to worry about like hey this person got this job or this person got that job or this person's doing so much i'm like hey man you know you're just you're just like me you're at home That's why I don't like to ask like, how are you? I'm like, how the fuck do you think I am? I'm the same as you lah. I cannot do anything. (laughs)
1: That's it though. Despite Mm. the pandemic, some people are still getting jobs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and, and you can't help but ask, how? Mm. You know what? I I think think the economy is finding a new way. I mean, not economy, sorry. Let me scratch that. Mm. I think businesses are finding new ways to market. Yes. And it took them some time to, to come around to it.
0: Mm-hmm. So I,
1: I think like, you know, the government bodies, like the National Library Board, which could promote like reading at home or the National Heritage Board that could promote like, you know, learning about our history through activities done at home, yeah. blah, blah, blah. They're all like tailoring all their promos that would usually be done outside now at home. Yeah. So I think if you give it a few months, you know, I think it will turn around despite our movements being limited. I think, you know, we'll, we'll find work in new ways. Yeah. I'm very positive.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, like we have to be right because our our, our livelihood depends on it. Yeah, the the, yeah. the the crazy thing is right. Like, um, I was really looking forward for that North Korea trip that we were planning this year. Yeah, oh. I was really looking forward to that. Like, you 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 texted me. I remember you texted me last year around June. You said, "Bro, we're going North Korea next year." I just I, you you just went right. You went like when did you go in June? Right? I
1: went in. I went last year in July.
0: Uh, so right me.
1: after Was it May or July? June, July. No, July. Yeah. yeah,
0: I went July last year. One of the J months. So so you you, you <laughs> so, so so you you Somewhere
1: in the middle.
0: Somewhere in the middle. So so you so I, I don't I, I don't know it was uh, yeah, it was right after High Raya I think. So so you were, like, you were like, hey, we're, we're, we're going uh, to North Korea. And I was like, how the hell are we supposed to do that? And you were like, oh, we're going to go through China and this, this, this. And then you actually broke down everything. You're like, okay, this is the cost of this, this is the cost of this. this. You can okay, you stand by this amount of money. And I actually saved, you know, I actually saved. I was like, okay, I put I put aside, I'm like, oh my God, I already thought to myself, I'm going to take a picture in front of that statue. I'm going to be the first Malay guy to ever be in North <laughs> Korea. Dude, I was so excited. I was I'm going to be the first Malay guy to ever be in North Korea, take the picture and go like, guys, we're here. And this shit happened. Oh, God. God. You know what? The, God. the the irritating thing is China is
1: going to open up their doors. Mm. Oh, no. But North Korean doors, North Korean doors are still shut. Like, their borders are still shut. <laughs> so we don't know when they will reopen again. I've been keeping in touch with, like, some tour guides mm-hmm. who've been in and out of North Korea for, like, years. They must have gone there, like, hundreds of times. Yeah. Even though, they have no idea, like, when it's going to open up again because they have no, there's no line of contact to their partners in North Korea.
0: Mm, that's funny because... They, I mean, North Korea has zero cases of uh, coronavirus. Mm. So that's funny. Why would they...
1: <laughs> Do you see their daily updates? It was like zero, one, one hour, two hours later, there's one. And then like three hours later, there's zero.
0: <laughs> Dude, I was so... <laughs> I'm I...
1: thinking like they're shooting them or something.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, not very far from reality. Yeah. You know, like... Didn't the... I, I, okay... The, I saw this documentary on Netflix, right? Uh, I forgot the name of the documentary, but, but it was about this guy that uh, he really goes into North Korea and research about, about North Korea and tries to give, you know, a different perspective to the country, la. And And a lot of the pro-North Korea people say that, oh, the Western media is really portraying North Korea as, as this, like, you know, uh, um, va- uh, this, this state that is, like, that, like, like very vicious, you know, they'll shoot people, la. they execute people, la. And, and if you look at the news, most of the news is that, You know, they say Kim Jong-un, like, what his ex-girlfriend, that, la. Dead, la. So when you went there, right? Did it feel like that, or what? What, what did your no? How did it change? Yeah,
1: you know what? It, it's okay. First of all, you are like very watched by your guides. Mm. Your your freedom, your movement is very very restricted and and guided. Right. So even when we get back to our hotels, right? Like after a long day, I'm not allowed to wander out of my hotel. Okay. To go walk around the streets. Okay. Number one, because we have to be followed by our guides, and two because the lights go off at ten pm mm. i'm just saying I'm just saying that because like everything is just so controlled there's no way to find out what lies beyond what we are allowed to see
0: oh. but
1: if you if you actually take the time and and observe keenly like on your because we're usually on the bus the whole time we hardly get time to walk on the streets when we do walk mm. on the streets it'll be limited to half an hour wow. and we can't just like walk well, anyhow walk. Okay. So a lot of our observations come from our journey to and fro a place or on the bus. Right. So you just need to like stay by the window and just observe and then form your own opinion.
0: Um, What I
1: see is after I left the country from my 10 days there is that they're very proud people. They know they're poor. They know like, you know, people who live in Pyongyang are considered to be the elites. Uh And whenever the, and, 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 and they know they are poor in a sense, like every every patch of land that can grow crops, they will grow crops. Right. <laughs> there'll be corn, there'll be rice and everything. Right, it's like right, it's so right. strange, like even in an apartment block right downstairs, right? if there's a patch on there that can grow a crop, they will fucking grow it,
0: okay, okay, okay okay,
1: so that 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 says to me that the country is has a shortage of food,
0: yeah, of course,
1: um and then in the countryside when when it's a bad season and the crops don't grow, mm. the people from Pyongyang, the elites will uproot and go to the farmland to help them.
0: That really? It's a very
1: communistic, help each other kind of, you know, um, environment system. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and, and they're very proud people in a sense that they know they're poor, but yet they want to show you their best. So they don't like it when you take photos of them in their work clothes. They want to be dressed well. Of
0: course. Okay. And
1: yeah, and, and they want to show you that they have a lot. They'll feed you like food that they probably can't bear to eat themselves.
0: Oh no. Oh. You know, things like that, yeah. But you get that feeling. So, they, they, they don't exactly portray that, but you, you kind of get the sense as you observe, right?
1: Yeah, after a few yeah. days, you'll notice things are a bit weird. Huh. Yeah. Huh. And and they do have a very um, deep hatred for for America.
0: I mean, understandably. <laughs> la. I mean, with, with, <laughs> I mean,
1: that's all they know, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's all I know. I think these move, this these new Netflix series, like like when I watched Parasite and and when I heard the premise of *Crash Landing on You*, right? And I never used to like watching all these Korean dramas or Korean film, but it was really very interesting when 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 watching *Parasite*, um, hearing the conversations that South Koreans have about the war between North Korea, because that will be in their everyday conversation, you know. And and mm. that was just very. It was a very interesting insight like, to have, and and to know that your 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 whole country's motivation is also built on like rivalry with another country that must that will carry on for so long right that I don't think peace would even change that you know
1: yeah well i I also feel like the South isn't very innocent as well mm-hmm. I think what's interesting about my visit to North Korea is that you see both sides of the story of course. You know, and and for the South in the part of the Korean War, the South were pretty much led by the US, the Americans, mm-hmm. who had an agenda. Mm. They wanted the port because they wanted control of Asia.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: that's why, you know, they needed to kind of own all of Korea because that will be their their base. I mean, the Westerners have gone around like Asia, like colonizing port cities. Singapore yeah. is one of them. Yeah. Hong Kong, Shanghai. Yeah.
0: yeah. You
1: know, so I I mean. There's that agenda.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. Do they feel a sense, I think huh? Do they feel like um we are protected from you know from from the rest of the world? Do they feel that? Do they feel like, oh, okay, you look at the rest of the world, they're so messed up, you know, but look at us. At least this system really works for us. Do you do you do you get well, that? Well, I sense? don't
1: I think I think the grass is always greener. Because <clears> in Pyongyang, which, where I spend a lot of my time at, yeah, even though they have no internet and they are like they don't have like Gucci Prada and all those big brands, uh-huh. you know, in their country, but they know of it. Like my guide knows what Chanel is, huh. knows what Louis Vuitton is. She has watched Korean drama. She has seen Disney films because Ooh. they're all smuggled in.
0: Mm. So they
1: keep in mm. touch with the outside world through visitors like us and tour guides from the outside. Mm. So, they know some, so the elites, right? The privileged, they actually know what they're missing out on. But the rest of the country, I wouldn't say they're as privileged.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Um. They can only dream of like what it must be like. If let's say they are suffering, they'll of course want to like leave this life and like you know go somewhere else and and try see if they can survive better there. But if they're like just given enough to get by, I don't think they will want to like uproot and leave because who wants to leave the the country that they're born in? Everyone's always rooted to home.
0: Yeah. True. 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 The... And there's
1: so many stories of North Koreans who actually escape. Yeah. And they actually die in in like a democratic society because the environment is so different. Yeah. They're not used to it. They don't fit in. Yeah. They miss having the structure that they, they Gr- ran away from.
0: Yeah, they grew up on it. Uh. So, yeah. Yeah. It requires so much adapting. Yeah. Just yeah, the, the con- it's
1: psychological.
0: Yeah, 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 the concept of everything is just, yeah, it's just insane. Um, I actually watched a TED talk about one one of the North Korean defectors. Uh. And then she was crying. She was like, oh, it's my family, la ran away lah, and all that. And, and I'm always like, okay, I, I want to hear the other side of the of of the story also. Like 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 what you said, like, you know, it's good to hear both sides. And then when I when I actually uh watched this documentary, I forgot the name of the documentary. I mean, I think I can send to you in my free time. Um, this this guy actually went around and asked uh common people, uh, North Koreans, like um these normal questions that you ask regular people, they say, like, oh, uh, what do you do? Like he
1: went to he went to North Korea to ask North Koreans.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a media team that asked. Yeah. But yeah.
1: <laughs> they won't be getting the, the accurate answers. But <laughs> go
0: on. No, so so he asked, like, um uh, what do you like to do? He asked this uh the 20-something North Korean uh, guy, and the North Korean said, oh, um, I like to play football and all that, like. I like to play sports. Okay, what are your dreams or what your ambitions? And the guy looks at the camera and goes, I serve the great leader. <laughs>
1: so it's true, they're really all conditioned to reply like that.
0: Oh my god, that was like <laughs>
1: And you know what? I think you should stop watching the documentaries. Mm-hmm. Stop watching anything that you can on North Korea anymore. Okay. Because it would take away your first impression of North Korea. Because I think after having been there, I actually purposely did not read up on it. Right. The only thing I know is like, okay, the great leaders, the Kim the Kim family, mm-hmm. they're like shooting missiles. Because, mm. you know, it's in the news. Yeah. But I didn't go and read in depth like, you know, what what the Korean War was about and blah, blah, blah. I just went in blind.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And for 10 days, I was just in this trippy world, just being fed propaganda Mm -hmm. and had so many questions that I couldn't Google.
0: Mm.
1: And then when I left, I started like, you know, absorbing all the information. Yeah, yeah. And I I want that same experience for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Don't worry, I will go in blind. I go everywhere blind, man. You don't worry. Uh... Yeah,
1: yeah. Because like, uh, like, I didn't ever read any accounts of defectors and everything. Mm. because you will definitely have that at the back of your mind
0: right 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 right. yeah
1: just just go in blind and then because like the first day i went there i was like sure or not is this real i had doubts and this is despite not having read anything Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so if you go in there if you if you read anything you go in there you'll start to like you have a bit of contempt Mm. and a bit of like sure or not kind of vibe you know right and I don't want that for you because it's such a fucking weird place, man.
0: But you spoke to some <laughs> of the locals, what were the conversations like? I mean, I saw you dancing with the with the uncles there. Or... No,
1: they don't speak English at all and I don't speak Korean. Oh shit. And I bet you, even if I do speak Korean, yeah. they will not fucking tell me the truth because there's so many spies amongst them.
0: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't trust anyone. Mm. I think uh when when I went to um when I, when I went to Estonia they they were talking about Stalin's time. You know I I'm not I'm not really well versed in the history there But they say like when it was during Stalin's time, right? You if you hang out with a bunch of friends, right? And if one of your friends go missing, right? Because he was executed, like it's something like they don't talk about one. It's like okay, this happens. Like they 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 immediately absorb like okay, this happens in this kind of rule. It's okay one. So I was like wow, damn scary, yeah, yeah. Mm. so I imagine something like that must happen in North Korea so like, like oh if this guy just goes and it's like yeah man it is what it is dude <laughs> yeah it is what it is yeah uh, oh, we, lost, we lost Ross for a little it's, bit it's uh,
1: tripping
0: yeah yeah is, it's it, is it lagging it's, it's not lagging but uh, oh this is the this okay we're halfway through and and, and, and this this, wait, is, wait, wait, this faz,
1: is are you you're hanging I know I'm, you're not moving at all
0: I know no, neither no, are no. you Ladies and gentlemen. Ah, we're back.
1: Okay, what happened?
0: Uh ah, okay. It's, it's called a zoom it's, it's called a zoom experience. <laughs> is
1: it like that all the time?
0: Um when I get lucky, sometimes uh it's a smooth uh, podcast from start to end, but sometimes halfway through it gets choppy. Yeah, if it gets choppy, mm. but it is what it is. Uh, I mean it'll be very easy for, for, for people to come into the studio and just do a, do an interview, but but now for some reason when, mm. when it's at home, right, it's a lot easier to get people. Uh, yeah, people don't have to travel to come here, right? they like, okay lah. Yeah. La. yeah, I just spend one hour in my house. I just talk to you for a while, talk talk, then okay lah, and that's it lah, right? <laughs> right. House. But you're you're right, eh? The captive audience, right, is amazing. I like entertaining people in captivity. I mean, I don't, I, I know it's not a very popular thing to <laughs> say. It's not a very popular thing to say, but 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 the the the, the captive audience, right? Um. Has definitely uh, yeah benefited me in one way or another. <laughs> it has, it has. Uh, hey, so have you learned any new things or not with this cooking show? I mean, I know you know a lot, lah, but you know,
1: I learn new things. Like no, le- I mean, yeah, of course. When when I not not, it's not really a cooking show. It's like a session collaboration mm. between like people who already cook. Yeah. So like the the gist of it is like they will teach us how to make their dish. Yeah. So I've been learning how to make a few new dishes.
0: Mm. So that's been nice. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm on on the 29th, if you guys don't know this. If this this goes out uh, before the 29th, <laughs> I'm on the 29th. Ross has replaced um a Michelin star chef. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why?
1: He has come on.
0: He's coming on. Really? On the 29th also? Wala, you <laughs> cheat my yeah. feeling, eh.
1: Wait, wait, wait. No, wait. So I was supposed to get you on, but I didn't think that you were going to come on because you didn't reply me as you always don't, like quiz night and everything. So I'm assuming that you're not going to come on. Okay. And then, so I was like, okay, fuck, I better find someone. And then I found this guy who's a chef. Okay. But he couldn't confirm with me either because Mm. he wasn't sure whether his restaurant will open or not. Okay. So he actually told me yesterday that he was going to come on.
0: Damn it! That was that that was what I was proud about. No, Ross, I was like Ross replaced a Michelin star chef with me, cause 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 you know cause cause cause, cause that's how much confidence. No,
1: but also, if you cannot make it? I'm gonna have
0: you back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow this is how paisei, paisei. it feels dude, I never thought right I never thought right like, like if, if I'm not when when I was single I was ghosted a lot I never thought right in my years of not being single <laughs> I would still be ghosted I mean this is a familiar feeling can I just say it's a very, <laughs> very up, it's a very familiar feeling but, and, and, I, and, I'm, quite, so and I'm so I, mean and I think I know why you asked me uh, got people listen or not because the last time you were on this podcast right you actually welcomed dick pics and nobody sent you dick pics and you were rather disappointed about that yeah <laughs> so <laughs> So, so I would I would, I would like to to, to to make the call call to action again for everybody out there who you know who's who's at home who's at home and if you're bored and if you have nothing to do Ross would entertain your dick pics and we'll put them in a collage as as, as she said <laughs> she mentioned she said that she said that yes send me the dick pics I'll put them in a the collage and I'll grade them she will grade the dicks
1: I did not say that <laughs>
0: Okay. you did see sit- okay like you just said send the dick pics like the collage and grading part I just thought it'll be interesting for you to do la. Yeah. yeah
1: F minus everything
0: <laughs> I'm like no don't like the shaft on this one this one doesn't have a very yeah. nice shaft
1: <laughs> yeah I don't want like pigs in a blanket <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, I wonder- get rid of the blanket <laughs> god damn like <laughs> hey I wonder what Tinder is like uh, in, these- in these times yeah
1: I have it's it's non ex it should be non-existent, right? Not supposed to be.
0: Yeah. There was a bunch of people that got caught recently because they they um they called for sexual services to come to their house. One of them was 60 years old. Yeah. No, 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 oh, no, not, not the prostitute, the, the customer. <laughs> What's so putting
1: if you're 60
0: years old, oh. Hey, you don't know. I think sexual, I think sexual services should be essential. It should be. It should be. There was this massage. Right? There was this massage lady, right? And I think she got charged in court because um, in providing the massages, she also provides like happy endings. Lah, you know? And and then they charge her in court. They say, like, oh, she's she's doing something wrong. And I'm like, you, that is a frontliner right there okay She's, <laughs> right she is taking one for the team she is relieving the lonely men of singapore how could you do this yeah you know yeah and the
1: worst part is like they they named her and they put her photo and everything i thought it was not cool yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that wasn't that wasn't cool that wasn't cool but, but yeah. that guy wasn't named <laughs> <laughs> yeah the 60 year old man wasn't named yeah Wow well, but people yeah. are people are getting more stressed. Uh. recently um I saw on the news, okay all right, I, I shouldn't say news I should say twitter because that's where I get my news uh twitter and tm <laughs> twitter and t m z that's where I get my news um there was there was a bunch of uh, kids that got that got caught for like slashing you know at, at Chinatown. They came out with parangs and everything they caught them on CCTV. You slash
1: know? each other
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, they
1: still do that this
0: no, in 2020. I know, I know. I know this 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 Arbing thing was during your time, but
1: <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was like a 90s thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. With the center parting and the sharp comb and the long wallet and the bell bottoms. Yeah, yeah that was back then, but no, but but these guys they don't they, they they dress normal, okay? Um the funny thing is, right, there were like maybe four to five people, right? They came out of the lift and then f- Five other people attacked them with machetes, right? And then you could see it on the CCTV. They're like slashing pum, 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 pum. And it was, they were clashing and some of them were running away. And the and the crazy thing is, all of them still had their masks on. Like, wah, okay. Safety first, I guess, right? This they, they still had their yeah. mask on and eh? they had their they had their protective masks on. I'm like, you're here to kill each other, but no, I don't want to catch coronavirus in the process. So so that was. I really rare.
1: don't think that's why they had their masks on. I think masks and like Bad people have been synonymous since the beginning of time. It's just the beginning of Zorro.
0: This was, <laughs> this, was sur- this was surgical mask though. You know, these was surgical masks. It mask. doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm
1: pretty sure it's for anonymity. This, uh, no- I mean, they were caught on CCTV. Aren't they glad they got their masks on? I don't know if these guys even knew this. If, if, if I were to go out with a parang, I would want to have the mask on, whether it's surgical or not
0: that's fair that's fair i would have just put on the helmet because some of them were holding on to helmets i'm like just put the helmet on oh but view not enough view okay i get it i get it, I get it. yeah but two of them are still on the run two of them are still on the run i'm like you want to run where, yeah did
1: anybody like get their arms chopped off or anything
0: uh some of them got treated in the hospital but i don't think anybody died yeah yeah thankfully oh
1: my the- god i can believe it's still a thing
0: yeah yeah this 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 world still exists i mean i don't think it's I don't think it's a lot of them, but definitely still got lah. Still got, still got. Sometimes you still see. Yeah. I mean, you don't go to clubbing. It's, you don't club anymore. And it's not
1: even, and it's not even like, slick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this type of crime is not slick at all. It's just like, we don't have a plan. We just have problems. We need to go in there and like, right. <laughs> like, why? Like, it's not even fun. Oh
0: my God. Can you imagine getting a getaway vehicle in Singapore? That would be such a chore, right? Huh? I mean, you yeah. slash, slash, <laughs> slash, then you go downstairs. Hey, my grab not here. Uh. My grab not here. Wait, three minutes, three minutes. <laughs> and then your grab call you. Hey, boy, uh, south entrance or north entrance? can you not? Oh man, where's the first country you wanna go to after this entire thing is over? Like, if you were, which country would you don't mind go, going through the whole health ordeal for?
1: To be honest, I I was thinking about this in a... It- You know, early on in the show, Mm. um, the the way I travel is very different now. I think a lot of people, most people, when they travel, they're taking leave Mm. from their school or their work. Yeah. Basically taking a break from their lives. If I were to have like one or two weeks off to go on a holiday, I wouldn't put myself through a four-hour ordeal at the airport.
0: Right. This is like
1: you're just digging into like what little time you really have.
0: Right, right.
1: But, like, you know, I feel like if I travel, like, you know, these days, it'll be, like, a couple of months at each time. Mm-hmm. Four-hour ordeal at the airport is nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I
1: think the key is to, like, you know, just go away for longer. Mm. Um, I was supposed to be in Mexico for five months this this year. I was supposed to leave after North Korea in July, August. But Damn. I don't
0: think that's happening now. What, are you trying to pick up Spanish or what? No, really, I'm, I'm asking.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pick up man. Spanish. And I also want to explore Mexico because I feel like it's my spirit country. It's like I've been there. It's a 36-hour journey, but I've gone back there. Sorry. It's a 36-hour journey, but I've gone back there three times in the last one and a half years. So I think it it has an appeal. It has a pull for me.
0: What about it? What about it has that pull for you? I don't know.
1: Just the people, the landscape, how varied it is. The food Uh is good. Um, food is very important first thing i checked was the market right. to see whether they have all the spices and everything right, that i need right. to cook my asian stuff right. um it's it's cheap like you mm-hmm. get really good quality restaurants you, you want to live life like you know like in, you want to live the high life you can do that at a fraction of the price mm-hmm. it's like the bangkok of latin america
0: wow okay yeah, yeah. is it as dangerous as they say it is you know like a lot of people say yeah. the streets of mexico are dangerous yeah
1: I think I think in Mexico it's about which neighborhood you're in. Just with any other country in the world. They're bad neighborhoods, right?
0: Yeah. 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 So And of
1: course the border towns where all the smuggling is happening is a bit like dangerous there too, lah. Yeah.
0: A lot of the times like you, you go to these countries not knowing like these places that are bad neighborhoods or these places that are safe or, or, or dangerous. Do you ever run into like, you know, where you, you hit a wrong corner and then like you're in a predicament where like your safety is at, at risk. Have you ever experienced that? No. Never.
1: No, I think as a as a solo female traveler, mm. I would always do my due diligence. Mm. I would actually look up which neighborhoods are bad. Because I can't afford to like get myself into a situation, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'll always check myself, at least for the first few days, into a really good hotel. I would I would invest. Mm. And then at that hotel I'll speak to the staff, get a lay of the land, mm. like you know, where should I go and stuff. And then once I feel a bit like stable, I will go out and rent like a more humble accommodation. Yeah. And then yeah, because I, I won't be in the hotel the most most of the time anyway. So the first few days I'm just going to go and go there, recce, check, check what's happening, how do I get around. Yeah. And once I feel stable, then I I move out to another location.
0: Sometimes I'm envious of this experience that that women can have where they can go on Tinder and then they can they can go out with the guy and then the guy becomes a tour guide but for some reason they siam the they siam the last you know the the seal the deal part you know they siam you
1: know I've like, never I've never thought to do that really yeah uh? because I feel like I can't leave whenever I want
0: ah now you're you know stuck I mean? with this guy. Now you're stuck with this guy. I'm
1: stuck with this guy and I feel bad because I'm not paying him. Now I feel like, ha, ha, ha,
0: ha, he, 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 he. <laughs> So what thing are you interested in? I to just pay someone in? and
1: like tell him to fuck off when, I'm, when, I, need, when I need him to be done with. <laughs> no? Yeah, just tells, pay someone.
0: Let me tell you about my work. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Uh. I don't want. <laughs> Any country is the same one. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I kind of envy that because some, some, some friends of m- of of mine, they say that sometimes they travel like they they won't hook up, but they will like you know go on the, on these dates uh, so that the guys can show them around you know and then they have like a local person to like I don't know speak the language for them. I think it's pretty interesting. I think the more interesting thing is like they, they they are so daring, you know, like they don't they don't fear for their safety. Like who knows who the fuck you you get on Tinder, like fuck man.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and honestly, like it's it's a shitty experience as well. Yeah, you might get the local guide, you might get a local showing you around, but mm. I want to know the history of the place.
0: Yeah, yeah. I want yeah. someone
1: who actually does it for his job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that I
1: actually get more information rather than, oh, this is my favorite bar, this is my, my favorite park. I don't I don't care.
0: Yeah. Is that something that you look for Every time you travel, like, are you more of a history person? Because some people like the the, the views, and some people like the uh, I don't know. Mm. I I know you like food, but is what what is the, the 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 top thing that you look for every time you travel?
1: Nature, actually.
0: Really? Uh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nature in, and a bit of history. You into hiking, right? For a while, are you still into that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Mm. And also like going to archaeological sites, right? Like, Mm. like the Petra in Jordan, for instance, Mm -hmm. like I wanted to be a cheapo and not hire a guide for that because I thought it's pretty straightforward. I can Google all my facts. Yeah. But I'm so glad I paid the money for the guide because what looked like a wall to me was actually like, it was actually way more to it than just a wall.
0: Right,
1: you know right, all right. these little little details that I would have missed. Underground rivers, like how intricate the water system was in in the Petra. It's like the guide mm. told me everything. Mm. That's why from then on, I believe in like investing in in professionals to take you on on a guided tour. Yeah, because you you leave like so much more enriched.
0: Yeah, well, I think you you really cracked the code with the whole tra- traveling and and working while you travel thing. I think it's a, it's it's quite a dream for a lot of people to do what you do. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, but you must
1: be be ready to, to like give up everything first. La. When I when I first did this, I didn't think it was gonna turn into a work thing. Mm. All I did was, okay, I'm gonna be 40.
0: Mm. Um,
1: ah. I have some savings, I don't have children.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why don't I just spend everything and then just go live my life? La? Mm-hmm. And then I think one thing just led to another. We must be prepared to lose everything and be okay with having nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: really be okay with it, really be okay because that that's a fifty percent chance that that would happen.
0: that was the conversation and then, yeah,
1: yeah, that was the conversation we had earlier, yeah
0: yeah, right? yeah, yeah, we had the conversation when the you first were, podcast, yeah, where you were like, um not just the first not not just in the first podcast, but I remember before that we 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 were sitting at a restaurant, and you actually told me like, um, you had to ask yourself if you would be happy just working as a waitress, earning you know." Yeah a certain amount of money, but at the same time, being able to do what you actually want to do, you know? And if you're okay with that, and if your ego, if your ego allows that, then you're like, all right, mm-hmm. then you set yourself free, like, in that sense. And that's a very interesting yeah. thought, eh? Yeah. Not many people can yes, like that. Because everybody
1: thinks, everybody thinks that, you know, like, they're so afraid, especially when you're an artist, you're a creator, mm. you, you hold what you do in high regard, like, oh, it's a skill to be able to sing, it's a skill to be able to draw, whatnot. Mm. And then when you don't get jobs that celebrate those skills, you feel like, okay, I'm not wanted. Yeah. But the fact is, there's so many jobs out there that you can do that will still pay you money. It's a matter of whether you are willing to do it.
0: Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, del- I, deliver, so food I yeah,
1: deliver food Yeah, deliver food if you need to. Like, you know, be an Amazon call center person. Everything is there.
0: Yeah. Sometimes but I... if you're so fixated
1: yeah. on what you need to do as an artist, then...
0: Yeah, because they, they, they think that that's the idea of making it, you know, like I did what I love and now what I love have, has brought me to, to have it become a career. So they don't know if they can let that go or not because that will mean that, oh, now I've lost the ability, I've lost my skill or I've, I've started slipping on my skills already. You know, so that's the... No, but your,
1: but your skill and talent would always be there. If you're a creative person, right, there is no way you can look at life or things differently in a different manner. Like if you're right. someone who is all about aesthetics, you would always live your life in a very aesthetically like, you know, um pleasing. Uh, sorry, let me just reword that.
0: Mm, mm. I get what you're saying, though.
1: Okay, I, okay I'll, yeah. I'll just say, like, if I, I think I'm a creative person. I need to create. Sure. Regardless of what the medium is, whether I'm cooking and how I plate my food, there's, there's a certain aesthetic. Yeah. How I take my photos and how I frame my pictures, there's a certain aesthetic. Yeah. How I dress. Yeah. Like, you know, or how I write. Yeah. And um, Or how, I don't know, whatever things that require me to create.
0: Sure.
1: Because you're a creative person, yeah. you will do it in a certain way. You have an aesthetic. Yeah. It comes out natural.
0: It's natural to it you. It comes right? out
1: naturally. It's in yeah. every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. you never stop creating. And just because you're not earning money from what you do, like mm. as an artist, doesn't mean that you cannot be an artist.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think about it eh, like like the way you the the, the way you take pictures of your food and the way like you post when 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 you travel and also sometimes the anecdotes that you that that you write on your Insta stories, right? Like it looks to me like a lot of effort, right? But I'm pretty sure now Mm -hmm. hearing what you're saying, it just comes very naturally to you to translate it in that form. You know what I'm saying? Okay,
1: like it's quite a lot of (laughs) effort. But it's not a chore. It's effort, but it's not a chore right. because I like it.
0: Mm, 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 mm.
1: Yeah. It's the yeah. same question I asked myself when I left radio, because radio is something I did for 15 years. Yeah. And when and I left it in my late 30s, thinking like, oh shit, I don't know how to do anything else. This is all I know how to do. How? Mm-hmm. You need to break it down. What is it about radio that I love?
0: Yeah.
1: Which I, I like communicating with people and I love playing music. How mm-hmm. do I need radio as a medium to do that? There's yeah. like, I can do that via WhatsApp. I can share music with my friends. I can do that on Instagram. Yeah. You know, I can just play a record. I can call up people and talk to them. There's so many platforms to do all these things. Yeah. You don't have to be fixated on one platform.
0: Yeah. And, and you actually made the the transfer, like like the, the the crossover of platforms, it was quite smooth for you, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was quite smooth. You, I love social media. I know. It's just, <laughs> it's so narcissistic. I love it, eh. It's so, like, yeah,
1: no, I think I don't think it's narcissistic. Yeah, I it, we are we are natural communicators. We like to yeah. communicate.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and that's this. I mean, most human beings do, right? That's why mm. we are finding this stay-at-home thing so difficult because we can't communicate, we can't hug, we can't socialize, we can't connect. Mm. That is at the core of what being a human is, yeah. and that's why platforms like social media works.
0: Yeah. But the, we just
1: take it to the next level. I know we take it to a crazy
0: level. We 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 fuck up our attention span like Xiao. Now now the attention, yeah. but now I cannot even watch a twenty minute uh, uh uh series right without looking at my phone like twice. <laughs> I need to yeah. look, and there's nothing that I'm searching for. Right? I'm just like scrolling just to see what's going on. That's it.
1: I really don't think that's attention span though. No. I think that's validation. <laughs> it's true, right? You're also yeah. looking for likes. Yeah. Whether people are responding to what you put out yeah so attention span i believe the true test of that is if you're in a place where there's no wi-fi no signal and Mm -hmm. you can't focus on the person in front of you you for five minutes that's like attention span but i think the fact that you keep scrolling your phone like most of us Mm -hmm. it's 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 the need for validation
0: yeah i don't know how kids are gonna grow up now where their validation can be quantified I have no idea how that's uh, that the experience yeah. for them is. Yeah, no idea. Like I was playing with my nephew the other day, and he was pretending that he was a Power Ranger. And as I was playing, I don't know why I was thinking of him. Like, oh man, this is this is all you got now. You no, know, right after this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like wait till you go to school and you meet the bullies. Oh, they're gonna crush your. They're gonna crush your soul, you know.
1: Yeah, actually, the validation part is not what I'm afraid of. I'm more yeah. afraid that that hurt lives on forever online. Yeah. Like, you know how before when we went to school and and someone bullied us or we had a bad day, it stays in school.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: It doesn't get amplified. It doesn't get spread online. Yeah. But now it does. Yeah. So I I worry about that for my nephews.
0: Yeah. Last time I didn't understand the whole cyber bullying thing. I'm like, just off the computer lah. Because the internet used to be just a separate thing from real life, what? You know? Yeah. I'm like, where, where was cyber bully one? Like the real bullies are the one that punch your face. The cyber bully, just talk, just talk, talk, just off the computer. But now the internet and you are one, you know? The internet used, yeah. yeah, the internet used to be something you do for two hours and then like you, you you fuck off and just go and live life. Yeah. But yeah. It's, not, it's not like that anymore. I yeah, don't know how to protect my kid from that. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, thank you very much Ross for being on this podcast. It's very interesting talking to you again. Thank you so much for agreeing. Ding. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm uh I'm glad to see you cooking. Please continue. Uh and I will get some easy recipes from you and pretty soon, pretty soon uh after yes. your Michelin star chef is done. I know I'm going to be on that show. Okay? <laughs> okay? Right after that. Don't ghost me again. It's breaking my heart in a million to a million pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I can only take so much heartbreak in a year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's, it's about time we have some Malay dishes on your cooking show. Okay? It's it's bit been... Wow,
1: difficult yeah, Malay dishes. Why why you feel it's difficult? It's easy for me, eh. Be- Because you cook for more than one person, I cook for one person. So to make rampa is actually very difficult. Alright. It's
0: not worth it the right, effort. Right,
1: right, mm. right, right, right.
0: To gauge, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, mm. unless you have a simple one. Mm,
0: no, because
1: <laughs> I was craving misiam and I yeah. was like, oh my god, I need to eat misiam. Then I checked out. Mm. Oh my god, fuck the wrong bus, damn! Like complicated. <laughs> so I was like, i never mind Go downstairs and buy. <laughs> Yeah,
0: why you never? No, why you never buy the 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 instant one, the the one in the packet? Then you can add your own. Yeah, cheese. so
1: I I got I got the instant one
0: now. Mm, yeah, yeah, that one yeah. It, Malays call it me birthday. Yeah, because me birthday. Yeah, because the mom always cooked during your birthday. That me. Oh <laughs> for
1: the
0: for the, for the for the rest of your cousins to eat. Yeah. So they call it me birthday. Once once you say me birthday to any Malay person in Singapore, they'll be like, ah, we know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's definitely Feel sweet. Love. Yes. Thank you very much, Ross. Appreciate it, man. Thank you very yeah, much good for luck coming. Editing. On. <laughs> <laughs> the goal we put there, momentum.